Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald. And this is season two, episode 19. Mm-hmm. Has a ring to it. I like 19. So. 19. <laughs> yeah. I think I said I think I registered for selective service when I was 19. Yeah. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. You had to. Yeah, at that time you had to register for secret service. Oh, sorry. Selective service. Selective service. Yeah, service that's what Bush said. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> move, 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 moving on. <laughs> Absolutely. Don, welcome, welcome as always. I, I understand you're on location. I am. I am. Yes, we're not going. We're not going to tell anybody. It's okay. top secret. Top secret. Yeah. That's right. I, I'm on location because people can see my steering wheel. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just in the car. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, welcome, everybody. Uh, we have uh, Pastor Jen here. Welcome again on her, um, I guess, a maiden voyage back from uh, the homeland. <laughs> from the homeland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we have a lot to talk about on that one, but welcome. Yeah. As always, um, we thank our podcast. Yeah. yeah, thank you. We thank all our podcast listeners uh, for listening in and taking the time out. Um, you can always leave in your comments, questions, concerns, whatever you may have to 954-388-8780 via WhatsApp. And as we always do, Don, you know how to start, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm not telling you this time. It's me. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Father God, we want to thank you once again for the Sabbath day, Lord. You have made things possible. Lord, for your love and grace that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for this podcast, Lord, the speakers, uh, all our hosts, and people that make things fun here. And we want to thank all the people that do the intricate details, things that you don't hear about, but we know they're going on. But most of all, we want to thank you for letting the message go out to someone to hear and someone to be blessed by it. So mm-hmm. continue to bless us in a mighty way. Amen. Amen. All righty. So. Standing in the gap. Standing in the gap. Yeah. So standing in the gap. Um, was that your actual title? It was. It was. Okay. Actually. That's I'm curious. Why I'm curious why you asked if that was my actual title. Because you know what happened when you got up to speak? Because Deanna started praying about Pastor McCoy, I was like, oh, is she not here? And then yeah. <laughs> you go up. Yeah. And then they just have pasta jennifer hernandez and the date and there's no title so i'm like okay so maybe they didn't know that you were going to be here so that's why i was wondering is that really the title <laughs> oh that was that was a title it was my bad i didn't um i didn't see the text asking me for my title I know. until <laughs> until i walked in and they're like what is your title i'm like standing in the gap <laughs> so maybe they didn't get to put it on <laughs> no they didn't until you started speaking then they got it. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why did you choose standing in the gap? Well, I, I was I was choosing it based on literally what I had just gone through mm-hmm. in Hawaii and and how I had on and how I had to intercede mm-hmm. for my mom this time. And it was it was a, a complete flip um, to how she used to stand in the gap and and Jacobed, the story of Jacobed has been on my mind ever since I've been watching. Maybe I shouldn't be watching these late night videos of, you know, <laughs> children coming to the border. But I thought, yeah. who prays? But, but what happens true. there? You know, but it's <laughs> true. It's true. I actually, I actually did see that video, Don. What she's talking about on BBC News. Oh, you did. The guy dropping those two kids. 
I mean, and it's it like, like night vision. It's like yeah, night vision. Night vision, right? And yes. it looks like they fell like ten feet. I'm yes. like, whoa! Yes, these little kids. There, yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Because he had so, climbed and then, up, he, he dropped one, and yeah. then and, and then he threw the next one over, and I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I don't even know if he was a father getting paid or he's just a father. I I don't know. He just I left like it was, and it he was, left. Yeah, he just left. I was like, wow. So it's, wow. yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. It is crazy. It is. I think they were like two or three years old, or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were. Yes. So you started off your story with Exodus two, with the um, story of Moses, and the mother, who I found that fascinating that you said the mother didn't go to check where the basket was going, she sent the daughter. Expound yeah. on that a little bit more. Say yeah. why you said that. Well, okay, so I'm I'm reading between the lines, you know, because a, a lot of things that I when I preach, I just read verbatim, and you know, this is what the, this is what the Bible says. Therefore, mm-hmm. that's what it says. End of story. But I'm thinking about it. She could not walk along that river to watch because it is. Um, she would she wouldn't be covert. Because, you know, no, none of the boys are supposed to be alive, the baby boys. Right. So right. if she walked along that river and people were wondering, of course, you know, adults can walk along the river. But, you know, the mom is, is Jacobus looking. If she were to do it, she could constantly be checking like, OK, where's the baby now? Where's the baby now? So people would be wondering, what is she looking at? And which would also draw more attention to her. Mm-hmm. Therefore and then draw attention to what's in the water exactly Exactly. so then she had to pick the most unlikely suspect and there no one would ever question a child walking along the river and what if they're looking out across the water so what if they're looking out across the water they're just watching something right 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 exactly exactly so these videos that you were talking about i was horrified listening to that um, to know that these little children are being like just dropped off in America just to survive. That yeah. the one that you were talking about just now with the, the two little ones. Where did those little people go when they were dropped over? I don't know where they, they went into one of those protection centers. Um, so yeah. Wherever, yeah they, wherever they had been dropped off there, there I, I guess, obviously there are cameras along yeah. the because they're watching who's coming across the fences illegally right there's yeah. one thing there's one thing to go into the checkpoints right yeah yeah you know? and there's uh, then there's a then there's those who try to hop the fence mm-hmm. um but but this time children were being dropped over the fence and that i had never seen before yeah mm-hmm. actually they have no other choice because they know they're going to be dropped off there like i said they don't do the checkpoints because they have no other, other church you know you're not going to leave a child just sitting there you know, so you right there in the United States border. And like I said, you have the night vision. They're constantly back and forth on the little RVs, uh, ATVs, and they pick them up. They just mm-hmm. pick them up. Unfortunately, sure. people get paid. Look, people get paid to smuggle, you know. Exactly. And that's, and that's, I mean, that's the only thought that I could think because mm-hmm. they couldn't bring them through the checkpoint. Otherwise, because they, they need papers to yeah. get those yes, kids through. They don't yeah. have papers. So mm-hmm. how, how are they going to get? they're how are they going to get paid yeah you know they have to i guess get you know do their part of the bargain and somehow get those kids over 
Yeah. And that that was the way they did it. And that you were right, Joe. They were about that age, two and three. Yeah. Or I think a little bit younger, like maybe younger than the last 60, one, maybe younger. 15, 16 months and then mm-hmm. three years old. Because yeah. those were some little bodies that I <laughs> I mean he I dropped it. Dropped. He he dropped it like he do a sack of garbage. You just yes. and he just laughed. I'm like, wow. He climbs the top, so he's like dangling over the mm-hmm. top of the fence. He has one kid and he goes. Literally, like, try to. His arm is going down yeah, yeah, the yeah. as far as his arm can go, mm-hmm. and then and drop, it. drop, and then grab the other child up, and then drop. I'm like, good grief. So, what is what is the um, ultimate goal? Are the parents trying to get in so they get the children in, and then they try to get themselves in later to reunite themselves with the family, or just the kids have to have a better life than them? One or the other, because I, I know that they are escaping the drug cartels and, yeah, and yeah. whatever, whatever life that is happening um, in these southern countries, they are just they just want to flee. Mm-hmm. And so whether it is to get their child out of it or in the hopes to get their child into America so that someday soon they can, re- you know, reach back and and grab the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I can't imagine how a mother would allow that to happen and yeah. make that hard decision that I'm going to let my child go. I mean, that young? Let really young. I'll just go over there because they need to have a better life than the life I'm living. That's, that's crazy. And I, I read them, a lot of these children, you know, they don't speak English. And what they come with is, you know, it's either written on their arm or they have a piece of paper hidden in a hat, a shoe, whatever. And so when they come across the Border Patrol, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're being asked, OK, you know, where are you from? And all they got, they, they're just flashing numbers or memorizing numbers and saying, this is who I, this yeah. is who I need to connect to on this side. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You know, there is no guarantee because once all these children come across the border, you know, what's going to happen is they have to make sure who are they going to go to. And before they can even connect with that first point of contact, their borders trying to clear these children. So these children is gonna, are going to go through DHS, Department mm-hmm. of Human Services. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fostered out mm-hmm. through homes mm-hmm. before they actually get to their intended destination and there are those lucky few that actually get to grandpa or auntie or whomever but for the majority yeah um they get fostered out until they get to the connection right 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 and some yeah. don't even make it some die in the, within the border yeah fortunately so yeah that's so sad well wow, i love you- the eagle analogy <laughs> yeah the eagle analogy yeah, you got me, Don. I was about to ask that question. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Joe. No, you got it. You got it. I, I just love the way they, how you did that, how they found your mate through, it seemed like a perilous dive of, mm-hmm. okay, catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I don't get that because I think there's another species of birds that do that. They mate for life one time. I, I think you're right. I forgot what the bird is. There is another you know, one. My wife and I, we like watching uh, National Geographic and, and um, Animal Planet. And we watch that and it's another bird I forgot they do that but I, I guess I like the knowledge of how you're saying it's just we do that our faith with Christ you know mm-hmm. you know if we're doing that as well so but, no, but nose diving <laughs> to the ground Can yeah imagine okay. spiraling out of control like are you it gonna catch up, me yeah <laughs> you know yeah I guess I may I may not I don't know but <laughs> but uh 
you know what gets me is uh, back to the women in the Bible, how they, you know, to be, I guess it has to be that connection with Christ, uh, with, with God, how they are, they, they withstand in, in the gaps of their kids like they do, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think about um, what's the woman that actually stood uh, in front of Solomon? Mm-hmm. You remember? Oh, baby. The na- yeah, yeah, the nameless woman who. Yeah, and, and what David, what the Solomon said, well, give me a sword. And I'm like, and then the lady's like, oh, whoa, 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 all that's going on here is, I don't know, it's just. Yeah, let me um, let me cut this baby in half, and, yeah, and, and it, you can each you can each have a portion yeah. of it. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, but think about that decision at that time. <laughs> That's right. <You> know? <laughs> she was she was willing to let that baby go to spare right. to spare his his or her life. Yeah, because I'm not a mother, uh, of course, but it's just what do you what goes through your mind? What really goes to your mind because once you just because there's a chance you may never ever see that daughter or son ever again. Mm-hmm. You would hope, but I, you know, I, I think about it now. Um, mm-hmm. What are the services we have now uh, in in Broward County, Don? Where it's like you can bring a a, a baby to say the fire department, no them. questions, no nuts. Yeah. yeah, and drop off and, the baby. and drop off the. Yeah, I, I wow. Yeah, I just I yeah, it's you beyond me. That stage, there's so many. I have a question for you though, Pastor Jen. You talked about Chance and the situation, the story that you told with him with, um, you know, oh, yeah. coming out to Jesus and, you know, having the pressure on his body and all that kind of thing. When do you think as a mom, I mean, Chance is what, 21 now? When do you think is, is the point where you start to say to your children, okay, I've got to just let leave you in God's hands now because when they're babies, we dedicate them. And it's such a beautiful experience. We say we give it, dedicating them to God, but we don't, I don't think as moms, we really, really, really dedicate them to God at that point. When do you think is a time when we should really say, you know what? God just got you. I'm just going to let God just take over now. Good question. Ooh, that's a good question. That's I a mean, good question. For me, it was when it was literally when he left. So when he first left, it was, oh, I'm going to see him for spring break. Oh, no, wait, what did he, no, I'm going to see him for, yeah, I'm going to see him for spring break. So two months down, because he left for the January semester. Yeah, so it'd be um, yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, to me, two months down the line mm-hmm. wasn't a big deal. So you know, I thought, okay, um, there you go. But then, then you hear the stories. You hear the stories of where they travel to, the adventures they get in, the things that you do, the, the things that they do that you're just kind of like, no, I told you not don't to do, do that. that. You don't <laughs> do that. And, you know, dad, my husband is just like, you have to let him learn. Mm. So, but I have said, over and over if you Mm. do that xyz is going to happen Mm -hmm. and he's like right but but when did we listen to our parents we had to we had to do it one to either prove that our parents were were wrong Mm. or you know so and and so that is the part for me where i start letting go and though i think i shared with you this one time don where he chance himself told me one time he said you know my whole spiritual life um, everything has happened and, and now my professors are telling me, um, the God that you have 
you know, the God that you're serving is your parents' God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I, I know that, that struck me. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Who else, what other God would you know, except for the God that I know and, and yeah. have grown up with and experienced. Mm. And I was a little offended. I'm like, no, he goes, yes, but actually mom, they're right. Because we have, we have grown up on what you've taught us on what, mm-hmm. uh, on, on all these principles. And I still get to, I need to have my own God experiences to, to strengthen my own faith. Exactly. So when that whole thing happened with the spiritual warfare and that thing sitting on him, you know, okay. And it happened again. And even every time I tell this story, like my hair raises up mm-hmm. on my arms, you know, and these are the things that, that I get told millions, you know, not millions, hundreds of miles away. And I'm like, I can't do anything. I am not there. I can't, I can't um, come over there and anoint you. Mm -hmm. I can't come over there and pray with you. Mm -hmm. I can't anoint all the doors and windows of your room. I just, I can only sit here and pray and cry in the silence and, and hope that you are doing everything, you know, (laughs) or or that you've gleaned Mm -hmm. to, to, keep Satan at bay yeah as a pastor and your son is out there he's older now do you feel that okay I've given my son to God but I'm a pastor and I have to do my ministry work how do you make that I suppose it's that kind of total divide of knowing well I'm a pastor so therefore my son should know what he should do and say if your son decides well i'm gonna do that that way would it be detrimental to you do you think as a mom and as a pastor to think you know i taught you the right way and now you're not doing it it hurts sometimes because that has happened Mm -hmm. already you know he'll say oh this is what i want to do or 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 i'll I'll hear the things he's doing or sometimes I'll, i'll i'll hear certain things come out of his mouth and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, and and he'll be like, what? Don't even because this is what we're really dealing with right now. Yeah. And you don't you don't like the sound of that? Oh, and he goes. And this is the problem, mom. He said, you know, some things I can't try or, 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 or if it gets posted to, you know, if an opportunity that is odd gets gets presented to me and I kind of stop and think about it, then what comes back at me is, oh, PK's kid, we gotta remember. Yeah, yeah. Pants can't do that. And he goes, and for me, and I know it started straight away in Florida. You know, Mm -hmm. all the guys that I met and had a and had a good time with and good, you know, we're good friends with, you know, they would tease me like, ooh, can you go to the movies? Ooh, pastor's kid. And I had to bite back my tongue because I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you can go to the movies, please watch what you're watching and he's like but what if i don't what if i what if i go to the r-rated thing and it's true and so it can't so for me it's a catch-22 like some of it i know is going to be a um a flashback on me yeah it's all there's always going to be a flashback on me like like oh your kid is oh there there's a good one he came home with an (laughs) earring 
came home with an yeah. earring and he he wanted to see what my reaction was going to okay. be and when i when i picked him up and this thing is flashing in his ear and my inward self was cringing like oh you did not you know that's my thought <laughs> but i just looked at him and i smiled i'm like all right let's go and the whole time he was helping me wrap to wrap a gift while i was driving i, I know never mind that's a whole different story and we get to <laughs> <laughs> he was just handing me tape as I was putting it on we get to the school and he turns to look at me he's like aren't you going to say anything I'm mm. like what he said about about you know about my ears and I said well it certainly makes you look different but if you like it more power to you I mean I guess you use it and then he goes oh man we had this bet with my friends that you would freak out <laughs> and, yeah. I, and i'm like well it's you using it and then he goes well good thing you reacted that way because and he pulled them down he goes they're magnetic oh, and, you know, so, wow. and so i'm just like really but, <laughs> but he's like shush don't tell anything to dad and you know he put it back on and the minute armando saw him you could just hear him armando's cackle like <laughs> what is <laughs> what is that you crazy you crazy <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that that was it and and later he said well Ma, I really thought that you you would have a way feel a way about it and I said you know I remember when I was your age and I went against my parents and I did get my ears pierced mm. in college mm. I go and I go but the funny thing is you know when I went to church I had to quickly pull it out or I had, to, or when I went by the conference office to your grandma, you know, and, and she's motioning to me through the doorway, and I'm like, what? And I'm like pulling off the earrings. I go, so what was the point then of me feeling my freedom if I wasn't really free and I had to yeah, pull it out, here, you know, keep it in? So I go, I quickly, very quickly. I think I wore those earrings for like two months, mm -hmm. and then I realized well this is dumb <laughs> what mm -hmm. am I doing I can only wear it I can only wear it half the time because I'm only half convicted oh wow wow half convicted <laughs> interesting interesting mm. yeah mm -mm -mm. Hey, Joe you have anything yeah I just uh give, give us a quick update about your mom I mean your suddenly last minute trip oh. you're in there and you know you're in in Hawaii so what was going through your, what was going through your mind at the time oh when i got the call um yeah. well when i got the call um that she was going to search and and when she said oh, it was being pushed up you know the minute they say it's being pushed up then you're mm -hmm. like why is it being pushed up you know <laughs> and um and then she you know she's kind of freaking out and so my thought is i know she needs me I know that she needs to be there. And yet again, I'm thinking of, you know, I still have all these responsibilities at church. And and two, Pastor Joe's leaving. Pastor Joe just left. Yeah. yeah. You know, Pastor, no, he wasn't, he he didn't just leave it. He was, this was a Tuesday before it was his last Sabbath. Last Sabbath. So, okay, okay. Wow. So four days before um, he was leaving. And I'm thinking, oh, and then and then Pastor Kevin's here is gonna be, that's gonna be the first Sabbath that he would finally meet people face to face mm -hmm. so my thought is wow can i even leave because i've already been gone mm -hmm. for, for, for a while previously and i didn't want 
I, and I didn't want any of our members now, now because Pastor Joe was um, leaving that Sabbath. And then if anyone found out that suddenly I need to leave, then I don't want any feelings of instability. Like where are our pastors going? <laughs> you know, what is, <laughs> what is going on? Mm-hmm. And so I was just fighting in my mind. And I said, mom, I, I, I I'm going to try. I, I need to make sure all the pastors are okay with me going and, and, and the conference is okay with me going. And she goes, well, get that, you know, quickly get that done. I mean, she was already thinking that I'm going to, I'm going to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know she needed it. And that was my struggle partly because one of her surgeries had been put off because she had, her stress levels had gone through the roof because of my father. So, So if I didn't, if, if my other thought was, well, if I didn't go and she went through and then she, and she had to be postponed again because the, po- you know, the stress, then I would feel like, oh, okay, that was my fault. So, you know, after I discussed with Pastor Kevin, Pastor Joe, Elder Marsh, and, you know, the resounding result was go mm-hmm. because you just don't know. You don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. don't no and so for me to just this whirlwind of you know preparing for pastor joe saying goodbye to pastor joe then having to just leave like i was trying to figure out how to leave the luncheon because my flight was coming on at six o'clock oh, <laughs> and i'm just like how do, uh, yeah. how do i how yeah. do i go without making anybody and without making especially pastor joe feel like i'm skipping out skipping out yeah you know? well he knew but he knew already yeah. Oh no, he didn't know what he didn't know what time I was leaving. Oh, okay. You know, I just said I'm leaving that 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 night. But you know, I made thankfully the the luncheon ended the time, and so we just raced back. They're finally touching down in Hawaii, and I see my mom, and you just see her, her demeanor just kind of relax. Good. Yeah. You know, and I was like, huh, okay, and. You know, getting her ready, getting running her around to do all these other doctors and mm. and whatnot. And and then that day, um, she said, you know, OK, you're going to drop me off super early at the hospital and we're going to check in. And, and then I want you to talk. You just hear what the doctor says. So I thought that I was going to to literally just drop her off, meet the doctor and be off. Cause she mm-hmm. said, and no one can come in. But as I watched my mom and her, I, I kept seeing the blood because they kept taking her vitals and they're mm-hmm. like, Oh no, no, no. You got to ca- calm down. You, you need to calm down mom because it kept going 194. Ooh, <laughs> you know? wow. And, and That's I was just, there. I was just thinking, you know, and, and then she had to use the restroom a lot. And she's like, you know, there, there's a cutoff point where you can't, eat or anything before a surgery right, right so she right, hadn't right. eat she hadn't eaten or drunk anything for the previous 14 hours she goes i don't know i need to keep using the bathroom and so the all the nurses coming oh it's nerves it's nerves and so just to you know anoint her pray over her continuously praying over her and they actually allowed me to go into um she had two procedures that morning before one before the major surgery and mm-hmm. and i knew then before the first one that I was supposed to leave. But then she turned to me and she said, so Jen, are you coming down with me to the first one? And I thought, am I even allowed to? Can I do that? Yeah. And, yeah. and the, nurse is like, the nurse is like, yeah, you can watch this one. You can't watch the operation, but you can be with her in this one. And so I knew that 
deep inside that was her need for a presence to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. And um and 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 so you know, watching all that and then saying my final goodbye to her, I'm like, okay, I had to be as like, you know, casual as possible. Okay, mom, I'll <laughs> see you. Yeah, you know, when just you, when you wake up, you know, just, and just going to feed the kids, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I think really, okay, I'll, I'll be back. I'll, I'll just it's like okay, yeah. and then just to hear later. Cause she, I remember in February, she kept rubbing her breastbone. She's like, Oh, it hurts. I feel, I feel it. I feel it just pressing. And she would say this to me as we're also talking on the phone while I'm here and so forth. But then um, leading up that she would be doing that and then hearing, you know, and listen to the doctor when she came in the room, she goes, Oh yeah. So, so yeah, we cleared it. We cleared a tumor about this big. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened to the walnut? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she goes, we were obviously touching just the surface. It couldn't, it couldn't be seen. It couldn't be seen on the imagery mm -hmm. yeah. because it was behind the bone. Yeah. Like the iceberg in Titanic, yeah. Yes, it's seriously, yes. And she goes, so, you know, yeah, but, you know, we got it. We got it. I said, yes, you did. And, you know, just, I even wanted to, like, have, a, I should have. But, you know, that couldn't happen. I wanted to have a little avocado up on the pulpit just for reference of sake mm -hmm. versus a walnut. But it, it's just we that thought. It. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> we got it. It is wow. crazy. Wow. I tell you. So, how, yeah. How is she doing now? She's doing. Oh, good. she's it's like. It's like nothing. It's like she didn't nothing happened the next day she was discharged and the doctors kept coming in and even i because she got discharged on thursday afternoon mm -hmm. and we still had to go get her medicines from the store but mm -hmm. she's walking around the store pushing pushing a car with you know clothes big enough to cover tubing and i'm like are you okay mom like no seriously are you all right and even the doctors asked her do you feel any pain she's like no i'm okay and she was because i've seen her in pain but she was just like I'm okay. <laughs> wow. And, uh, you know, I was Martin, like, really? She's like, yeah, I'm good. I go, you know, are you lying to me? Are you lying to me so that I can leave tomorrow? <laughs> you know, she goes, Jen, I am fine. So as I watched her go through all her procedures, cleaning her tubes and, and whatnot, I, and I'm sitting there because I know my dad can't do Right. all this all right oh yeah you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know i know he can't because she, she's wearing a binding to keep everything yeah, together yeah. Mm -hmm. i know he can't do that and i said to her i said i kind of began to tear up as i was watching her and i'm getting ready to go and i'm watching her do this and i said mom are you really gonna be okay who's gonna help you how are you gonna do this and she said you know I was practicing this while in the hospital room. She was, and you had fallen asleep. And I called out and I said, Jen, hey, I need help. But then she goes, you were out cold. And I thought, no, I need to learn how to do this for myself. Okay. I need to learn. And she goes, and so I figured it out. And look, and she showed me. And I'm like, wow. yes, you did figure that out. Wow. So, I mean, it's amazing what kind of resilience Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is what I was talking about, the kind of resilience that is taught to us mm -hmm. yeah. from 
from our parents, mm. you know, mm. um, what I what I didn't include in the first service, which was the one that you watch. And it's kind of funny because I was telling someone, man, there's a lot of things I said in the second service. <laughs> to say in the first. I don't know where that came from. Oh, and, I said, and I said, what I didn't include was, you know, I'm sitting there standing, looking at uh, standing there, looking at my mom in this hospital bed, hospital bed, and she's dwarfed by this big hospital bed. Everyone looks so, you know, elderly people look so small when they're in, you know, hospital outfits and I'm looking at her and, and I'm thinking, wow. And she, she had just finished praising God for, for bringing, for bringing her through. And I'm standing there and I'm thinking, and she, and she thanked me. She said, Jen, I wouldn't have been able to um, do this well you know, without you here. Mm. And, you know, thank you for, for, for making the time, taking the time to come out and be with me. And of course, you know, I'm like, mom, of course. I mean, I wouldn't leave you like that here in the dust. And, and she goes, no, but it makes a difference. And so when I'm standing there looking, I'm thinking, wow, this is the woman who taught me how to pray, Mm. how to, how to intercede, how to stand in the gap for other people. And she taught me it so well that when she really needed it and the coin was flipped, you know, I could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah. and, you know, and that, and that brings, you know, that, that brought back all the things about chance mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, well, there's my sermon. Okay. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Perfect. Wow. Perfect. I think the only other thing I wanted to touch on was the, the talking about the sheep. <laughs> and these rocks. You know, I got something for that. <laughs> wow. I have something for that one. I'm waiting, I'm waiting my turn. <laughs> you know, what I liked about it was the, the part where you said, you know, the, the sheep only get to eat from certain areas. And then mm-hmm. they're not they're not given like an abundance, a long, a humongous field of just go eat and graze and whatever. They just give yeah. part that part and then they moved on, moved on. Almost like our life of, you know, when we get into that that part where we just think, oh, we've arrived, you know. Yeah. Right yeah. in front of us. Green pastures all the way. Green pastures all the time. We can just sit here and just we can relax. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not really our journey if we're really studying God's word every day and, and dealing with him every day because it, he has to just feed us and give us what we need so we can yes. move on to the next thing, you know? So mm-hmm. I thought that was powerful. That was powerful for me. That was, my, that was mind-blowing for me because, wow. you know, you feel like, I felt like, well, as a pastor, I should have known all this, you know? Right. But <laughs> seriously, because in my head, there's always, every time I read that verse, I just think of a big fluffy lamb yeah. sitting, sitting in a big, like, farm field, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's it. They're happy and, and, and jumping mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and whatever. But then it totally obliterated it obliterated that picture and it replaced it with this craggy hill. And I'm like, wow, moving the sheep along. I'm thinking, wow, God, if you kept us stagnant, if you fed us, if we just graze, we just get fat on your blessings. That's right. And and, and we take advantage of you mm-hmm. and we would expect to be constantly be fed and we wouldn't grow. 
Mm. You know, yeah. we wouldn't we wouldn't be moved to other we we wouldn't be moved out of our comfort zone mm. of of a lot of food because we're happy where we are. Exactly. If you if you kept on giving it to us, we would be happy, and we wouldn't we wouldn't find other opportunities. And so to just watch this video and be like, "Wow, you move us from place to place, mm-hmm. only with exactly enough to sustain us until the time you have to move us again." Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you know what I was thinking, Pastor Jen. <laughs> I was thinking when you were talking about it in the first service, I was thinking, well, my, that was going to be a mighty fat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. He's just going to graze and stay right there. Stay right there. <laughs> stay right there. Exactly. Because it's going to keep going. It's going to keep that it's grass. It's going to be a mighty fat sheet. About big as a, about big as a cow. Uh, <laughs> a cow sheep. Yeah, a cow sheep. Uh, man. He will go, man. <laughs> I say, I, i'm sorry you know me i just visited some crazy oh, stuff i had to tell you about that one i just think that's just crazy but uh i had one question for you um you and um pastor uh, mccoy you guys got big shoes to fill for the meantime yeah mm-hmm. and um what's your journey what's your message for plantation my message for plantation is to not only keep your pastors in prayer, but to unite together um, mm-hmm. in, in all that we're doing. You know, it felt I felt so good that even in something like this. So this week that I've been gone, Pastor McCoy has been checking in on me. Hey, how you been doing? How you know how whether it's a text or a quick um, a quick hi, praying for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and then just that thought and even our even our members who knew um where i was mm-hmm. you know praying for you how's your mom so on and so forth and to know that especially this morning to know that i could call even though i felt bad about it i could call pastor mccoy at 5 30 and say i don't know if my plane's gonna make it in and mm-hmm. you might you might have to preach for the first service in fact now that i think about it you may as well do the second because that's gonna mix that that's gonna miss mess up deeper dive. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, I'm thinking, oh, I could, you know, I could take in this first, and then and then and then I think, wait a minute, hold on. So yeah, that, that who are they gonna? <laughs> who are they gonna? Good, Don, what do you think, Don? That'd be pretty good. Could have done two, two seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got fifteen minutes. You got fifteen minutes. That's it. That's it. There you go. Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Just to you know, just to know that, just to know that. I have that kind of a leadership team that we have each other's backs. That is such a comforting to know because, you know, his reply was, don't worry, I got you safe travels and we'll see you when we get good. here. That's good. And, and if you can't, I'll do it, gotcha. you know? And so, you know, just as I, you know, you don't, you all didn't see it, but I'm running in and he, he's coming to the back, taking off his mic and he's like, you made it. And I, I, yes, I did. But right at that point, it was two minutes until I was about to grow up. And my head was like <laughs> all over the place. And he goes, what do you, it's what he said. Pastor McCoy said, what do you need? And I said, can you pray for me? Oh, and he man. says, absolutely. Right now, let's do it. So he put his arm around me and he, he prayed into my ear saying, you know, 
Father, you, you know what Pastor Jan has been in, through this morning. And for whatever reason, you, she has still made it on time. And something needs, you know, I ask that you be with your daughter. Mm. And, and yeah. he, he prayed this prayer. And I was like, this, you know, and I've had this, this, this camaraderie, this teamship with Pastor Joe and Pastor Andrew. Mm. But now, now it's just me and Pastor Kevin. Dynamic <laughs> you know? duo. Dynamic duo. <laughs> And, and it was it was beautiful to be a part of that, to to witness that. And so that's my message to the rest of plantation in this transition. And let it not only be for this transition. Yeah. Right. You know, let's not only be supportive of each other just because we have this few months where we're trying to, you know, get resettled. No, let's take this time now to if we have to break down barriers and build a new Mm-hmm. Um, in order to be more united, to have more communication, to be more interconnected with each other. Let's do it. Right. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, Don, that's it for me. That's it for me, too. I, I, think, I think I need to go to Hawaii, like, last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Coach. I'm sorry. You have to sit in a uh, passenger section. You don't have coach. I'm sorry. Right there, right there, there was a, I I felt like I was like literally on the gate of like, right, right before the gate, like here's more and then here's less. (laughs) You can't sit in the comfy chair right behind, you know, right in front of this other row. You can't sit in there. Mm. Um, That's coach. You didn't pay for that. (laughs) Wow. Like, (laughs) I she didn't know. No I didn't even see the distinction in the seats except for the red pillow. I was like, oh, that's that's the one up. Okay. Well. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, that's craziness, man. That's crazy. Well, we're glad you're back safely. Absolutely. And uh hopefully now you can get chance, get chance to rest, you know. And, yes. And, <laughs> and and the video that you, you just got finished doing. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make a quick confession i'll make okay. a quick confession so I, I saw that text and uh i just finished my mom had called like are you there yet so i finished talking to her at 3 50 so came okay, i gotta go because i'm gonna get ready for the podcast she goes all right so i see armando lying down and he pats the he pats the bed and he's i'm like okay just 10 minutes of cuddle. I'll cuddle with you. Done. Done. We knew. Done. We knew it. We knew it. We knew it. We knew it. Technical difficulties for 10 minutes. Technical difficulties for 10 minutes. He's like, are you are you sure? I said, okay, just just 10 minutes, we'll cuddle. And and I shouldn't, I should not have pulled the blanket over me because then there was this this I'm like and I hear I hear it I'm like I hear what is that (laughs) Mondo answer your phone answer your phone so so he's like uh you answer my phone and I pick it up I pick it up and it's it's dawn and I'm like oh dawn's calling you Thirteen. I'm like, oh, Don's calling you. Hey, babe, Don's calling. You. Oh, Don's calling. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I run to my phone. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's almost that slow motion. Oh no. 
Hey, uh, okay, you know what? I'll take back what I said about Armando. He didn't fail today. He did good. He did good. He did good. He did good. He took care of you. That's all, that's all that matters. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. I tell you, man. Yo, guys, you had just too much fun. Well, all the best to your family for the rest of the week. Yeah, um, thank you. So I hope that you have a cushy, cushy Mother's Day tomorrow. Yep. Uh, yes. I cushy. appreciate that. You know, everybody, you got five, well, four people to pamper you. No, five. Five that's going to pamper you tomorrow. Five. <laughs> yeah, want to do your nails, hair, you know, stuff like that. Oh, that would be nice. That would be Wouldn't nice. It? Yeah, so I can't tell you mine, but it's going to be a wonderful thing. <laughs> Very good. That's right. Yeah, I started early. I started like in another hour. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so. I'm jumping. Yeah, I'm jumping. Wow. I'm jumping Joe, shit. Joe. I'm jumping shit. I tell you. I'm jumping See, You can't see You're... me both right now. You're building it up. You're building That's it up. Right. I yeah, like that. You know, I like that. Start, start it off, you know. Wow. That's yeah. right. Nice. And Don, Don, I hope you have a cushy one. Uh, <clears throat> whoever's next to you. <laughs> he hears me. <laughs> okay. Okay, never mind. To be continued. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Well, look, uh, we want to thank you, Pastor, if you don't mind, just lead us out in a word of prayer. Yes. All right. <laughs> Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for the lovely Joe and the lovely Dawn, Father. And just the laughter we can bring to your word and your message. Father, I thank you again for the experiences that you give each one of us um, that not only helps to pin down the message of the hour, Lord Jesus, in your in, in, in your amazing ways. How you do this is amazing. So, Father, um, as we consider how you work in our lives, as we consider who has taught us, and this could be our parents or it could be our uncles, our grandparents, who has taught us to intercede and stand in the gap, Lord. Let us remember um, these lessons to be able to stand in the gap for others when it comes when it comes our turn to do so and when you call us forward, Lord. Thank you for these opportunities to share with you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Pastor Jen, thank you as always. Best of you for the rest of today and tomorrow. Enjoy your Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you too, Joe. Don. And yeah. to you. your wife. Thank you. Thank you. Tell Mondo he was kudos today for me. We did a good job today. Yeah. Both services. Yes, you did. Uh, yes, you did. Uh, all right. And uh, Don, thank you very much for being the world. Have you heard Don's introduction when she talks about the services? Doesn't sound like a, a stewardess on an airline? Yes, she does. Yeah, all she's missing like is that. Get it here, here, yeah. here, and here. You know, and here they are, <laughs> and here's the apparatus bag, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, huh? It's the it's the British accent and and the it. calm way. You know, the British never get ruffled, right? So oh, they never do. Even, they never even do. if there's something is happening, she's just very calm. Like that's what I'm saying, you know. And Pastor no. Joe said it before he left. The velvet voice, you know, she has a velvet. <laughs> yes, voice. it is. So I, it voice. confirms what I said a long time ago. Yes. She's velvet, plain and simple. Yes. <laughs> well, once again, we want to thank all our podcast listeners. You know, we have fun on here and thank God that uh, we have the mediums and the things to do to make us continue just to give God the praise because we couldn't Amen. do this if we didn't, if we're not connected. Amen. You know, we, we can't Amen. do this. This is, this is no acting. This is what we feel. We celebrate God the way we need to celebrate him. Because my wife says it best. If you can't do it here, 
how the heck can you what do can it up you there? do it there exactly yeah, how can you do it up there you know it's, it's, you, you, you can't you can't do no put-ons so um once again any questions concerns comments you may have via whatsapp 954-388-8780 and uh i just want to put out individually just keep pastor joy and his family in our prayers okay yes amen yeah. Yeah, so he's going. He's going to a different greener pasture, but he a might not get fat. He might not get fat. I don't think so. He's going to keep moving and eating. So, oh no, he, he will never get fat because he will always eat his greens. Oh yes, so he'll and, be fine in, in, in good proportion. He'll be fine. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thank you once again. Blessings. Blessings.